It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning, Monday morning. Happy Monday morning motivation to you. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. We're glad to be here. We're glad you've taken some time to be with us today. We got some great stuff. We're going to talk about some fall housekeeping tips as we're moving into that season. And uh, we've also got a great story to share with you that comes under our news you can use category. And of course, Melissa's got the word for your day today. And as always, we're taking your prayer requests, which by the way, are never an interruption. They are very much a part of what we do here. We want to encourage you by prayer, by the word, by the Holy Spirit of the living God, and just by really good, fun conversation. And we also have a very important question for you this morning. And here's what it is. What is in your cup? That's right. We care about what you drink in the morning. I hope that you know the good news of the gospel of Jesus and good coffee. Those are the two things not necessarily the only two things, but they are pretty important. Yeah, and if, if there was going to be a, a slight suggestion or a, a major suggestion, it would be those two things. Mm-hmm. Get saved Start your and day drink good coffee. <laughs> Start your day like that. Uh, what's in your cup this morning? That's what we want to know. So um, type in your chat box because we don't know that you've joined us unless you do. So just even if you're not like a comfortable typer and you just kind of just say hi. And then we will give you a shout out, a hi, hey, there and hello. But we don't know you've come in the chat rooms. You know how when you are on Facebook, you can see who's come in and out of the room. But we can't see that because we have a bunch of different Uh, platforms combined we actually need for you to type to let us know you're here and let's do that now let's go over to the chat box now and say good morning to warren in kingsville missouri we love you so much brother he said good morning that was good yesterday self-preservation is not a fruit of the spirit he's talking about your message from sunday morning at river city Right. right. Yes, he is talking about it. Warren, thank you very much. That You know what it is? It's encouragement that someone actually is listening. So thank you very much. <laughs> I think everybody that. in the room was listening yesterday. I may have been loud a time was, or two. Well, not just because of that, but because it was a good word. Holy Spirit was definitely moving in the room. So. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, Warren, absolutely. as always, we love you. So glad to pray with you this morning, brother. Um, and then also to see you this morning on absolutely. the Good Morning Show. We love you so, so much. Also, Warren, just so you know, you are a topic of conversation on a regular basis over the chicken light it is a huge <laughs> thing if you guys don't know what the chicken light is see the chicken right there that's our night light that's peggy it's peggy the chicken light thank you warren yeah good absolutely. morning robin robin and otis are in gatlinburg and robin and otis are having a nice little vacation that's and good. as i see robin's name and say good morning to them lord i just pray right now that you will rectify this federal government shutdown so that so many of our friends and family can get back to work and that there's provision in their life and that they don't have to fall into anxiety over what may or may not happen with their job lord would you bring unity in this situation we pray in jesus name Amen. Aaron MK down the street, Mary Kay from Shelbyville, Kentucky. She's having an iced decaf Pike Place coffee with mocha syrup and half and half. Wow. That's good. MK. She's always dressing it up. Sounds good. (laughs) Pastor Roger Randall from Topeka, Kansas. Good morning, Good morning. He's drinking iced tea. We love you this morning, brother. It's great to see you on. Janice 
Happy Monday to you. She's in Spring, Texas, which is Houston. Pastor Bobby Patton in the house. Hey, good buddy. morning. We good love morning. you and Chrissy. Good to see you on this morning. Thanks for sharing with us this last weekend. It was nice to see you all. Yeah. Janice does not have a cup yet this morning. Yay. Nancy right. Yates. Hey, Nancy. good morning, Nancy. Good to see you, sweet sister. How are you? We bless you this yes. morning. It's good to see you on this morning Absolutely. from Southwest Kansas. And Robin said that was a great message. Thank you, Robin. Thank you very much. Um, we love you. Let's have dinner, says Carolyn Teal. Carolyn, we, <laughs> we would have to drive a f- about eight hours for that supper. Where would we? Uh, St. Louis, about in the middle. Probably. Maybe. Probably. Maybe something like that. All right, Carolyn. Meet me in St. Louis. That's right. When you and Warren are ready for supper, let's uh, meet in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah? That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, and it's good to see you, Carolyn, as always. Absolutely. Janice says she'll have to go back and listen. Rick, good morning, Pastor Rick Grable. Folgers is in his cream this morning, and now Coca-Cola. Great service yesterday. He has an appointment at 11, so we're only going to see him for a few minutes, but it's well, always good to see you, well, We're Pastor praying for Rick. your appointment and That's that right. everything just goes well. We love you. Good reports, and also uh, increase the faith in the room there when you go there, okay? I oh, know you good. will. Holy Spirit, and you can do that together. Praise the Lord. Hey, Robin says that the government did a stopgap for 45 days, so God is working. Praise the Lord. She oh. said they voted Saturday night. Okay. I am so glad. Roger And Pastor Roger says the same thing. The feds passed an extension. Thank you guys for keeping me up to date on that stuff because you guys know I don't watch the old regular news. I only watch the Jesus news. So... <laughs> Uh, and what leaks through. <laughs> the JNN, the Jesus News Network. Welcome to the Jesus News Network, where the only news that matters is the news you need to know from Jesus. And it's all good. Okay. And also, Bobby Patton says, good morning to Pastor Rick. That's so nice. I love it when you guys see each other and you're welcoming and loving to each other. Amen. MK says, I'm running out of hazelnut syrup, so decided to use my mocha syrup. And she's liking it. Good. Uh, you know what? I, I sometimes don't want to get out of the normal that I'm drinking. And then when I do, I find out that I like things like coconut caramel. Yeah. Yeah. And well, now I'm like, oh, I don't want to drink anything else but coconut it caramel. It does. It gets us out of our, what do they call it? Our comfort zone a little yeah. bit sometimes. And yeah. things run low and you're like, oh, I wonder what this would taste like in there. It's right. Like, yeah, hey, good, good morning. I see our numbers ticking up this morning on a Monday morning. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. It's the fall edition, you guys. It is a right fall. We have like a few more days of warm weather. If you can make it through a few more days, then you're going to feel that nice, warm, chilly fall, which, by the way, in the evening late and in the morning early, you can really feel that chill already. Yeah. This morning when we were outside with the chickens, I could really tell it's about time to put a hoodie at the back door. <laughs> yeah, when I went out this morning, morning to go let them out i was like i just had my shorts on you know and just walking out like right. i'm you know if anybody ever and- saw us as we're walking out to the chickens it would be like good night what in the world is that well because- what i wanted to say was is that i walked out and i was like oh maybe i should have put on some long pants because it was a little chilly this morning <laughs> but i noticed on the forecast for this week we've got some lows in the 50s and even the 40s Woo-hoo! overnight so that's gonna I be love good the cool weather yeah sleeping with the windows open that. that's kind of a cool thing robin no says that they would watch jnn yeah we need that. <laughs> Maybe that's something we're supposed to work on. I don't know. Is that oh, JNN? I don't know, Jesus but I do Jesus. know that um, I saw a picture of a baby in a womb that is the same shape as our ear, and I read this. I wish I could tell you where it came from, but I read that the ear is the womb of our life. Here's what I mean. What you listen to becomes that which you give birth to. Don't panic. Don't freak out. Don't think that's like talk that makes you nervous. What I mean is... 
in our ear gate and our eye gate, we absorb the things that we become. Think about it. If we're reading the word of God, we become the things we absorb. That's exactly what I mean. Whatever we absorb, we become those things. And, and, and another way to say this is we become what we behold. So what you're listening to and what you're watching, that's what you become. So become the word of God. How about become like Christ? That's what Christian means. Christ like. And so if we listen to the word in the car, if we listen to, uh, a podcast that talks about Jesus, right? If we listen to news that edifies the body and glorifies God, um, then we're going to behold those things. Um, we're going to become that which we behold, I guess. Yeah, is isn't there a little a little uh, Sunday school song that was, be careful little eyes what you see, yep. be careful little ears what you That's hear, exactly and right. little mouths what you That's speak, right. or something like that? Yeah. Right. I, I, I know sometimes when a show comes on, or it's really commercials with us now, if we're watching oh, something, terrible. Um, and we'll be like, what was that? It's almost offensive. If it's you a, never thought there wasn't an agenda in marketing, yeah. uh, they're getting pretty crazy. So yeah, J and N may need to be may need to talk about that. <laughs> Roger yeah. reminds us faith comes by hearing. Amen. Right. And hearing by the word of Christ. That's what we need to be hearing. We Absolutely. need to be uh, encouraging and uplifting. And that's what we try to do here at the Good Morning uh, Show. That's why we're so here. Welcome, welcome. And to all our podcast listeners, thanks for choosing us, by the way. You could listen to so much content, but you've chosen to listen to us and we're super grateful. So thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. That's right. Amen. Amen. So what do we have in our cup this morning? Well, we're drinking Winans again this morning, and this is the new fall flavor. We picked up two new fall flavors. We debuted one last Monday, which was Harvest, uh, let's see, Hazelnut Harvest, and it's mm-hmm. delicious. It is. And this this morning is caramel cream. And it is super smooth. It is not overly sweet, but it is a nice flavor. I really like this. Now, Winans has a line of like cream coffees. They have toasted almond cream. They have, uh, you know, uh, caramel cream. They have hazelnut Highlander cream. Grog. Well, no, oh, I'm talking about the, the ones, ones that are cream. They're really smooth. And they, they are cream coffees. Uh, I mean, they're not, they don't have anything in it but coffee beans. But whatever the flavor is that they use makes it really smooth. And so this is really nice. My only complaint, which this is so petty with Winans, is that I find a flavor I absolutely adore. But because they do so many seasonal flavors, they're on to the next one. I could go back to the spring and get toasted almond cream and live in that one. That was delicious. It's my favorite. But every time they come out with something, we really enjoy. Yeah. So this morning we're drinking Winans. Winans comes to us from Columbus, Ohio. And they roast and uh, sell all of their fine coffee and chocolates yep. up there. Uh, we'll have a link on the website in the show notes for episode 157, which this is what you're watching and listening to. Really? Um, so that we will be able to connect you with wine in case you want to order something online. They have some online stuff. Let's do a little, uh, little mug shot, oh, shall we? Oh, my, my, my. We haven't Mine's done one so in a while. full. Oh, I may have to uh, take a big What's matter with you? You got a cup that's so full. Must be your second cup. Third. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, now go down just a little bit. There you go. Turn it uh, the other way so you can see the little thing on the front of your cup. Nope. Turn it counterclockwise. There you go. All right. Three, two, one. Couple well, that Olympics. Was over, that was overly difficult. <sighs> 157 episodes. And how many of those have we done? We've done a lot, and About it never gets easier. <laughs> it never gets easier. So... 
uh, let's talk about some things. Um, we It's fall break, by the way, here in uh, the Louisville metro area is fall break, which means that um, homeschool is out for like co-op. And um, Baylor actually has a break this week on um, Thursday and Friday. Um, the Jefferson County Schools have a week off, which means our very favorite teacher, Mrs. Hill, is on vacation. And Ben and Heather, Master Pastor Yoda and Mrs. Hill are on a little cruise. And I can't wait for them to come back. And we need to do a little interview, I think, to find mm. out how their cruise yeah, went. Yeah. So we're missing them. Robin and Otis are on a little vacay. We touched on that. They're down in the Gatlinburg area spending some time. I bet it's beautiful. Yeah. I bet they have a I'm fabulous sure place, a cabin. I know they're really going to enjoy their time down there. I hope it's been great so far. Where are you? Are you on fall break? Are you taking a little vacay? Are you uh, uh, working this week? What is the scoop for where you all are? And it's Monday, so what does your week look like? This is a, a week that Terry and I are actually going to take yeah. a little. Yeah, we're going to take a little Thursday. vacay too. We're going to pastors retreat, and this time, um, oftentimes this is not a retreat for us, um, but because we are either you know worshiping or worship ministering or, or something. Um, but this year we are not. So we are going down to a new retreat area um, in Katy's, Texas, or Kentucky. Katy's, Kentucky, excuse me. And we are going to be um, relaxing. We are uh, literally going to just take some time to rest and have a little reboot. We will have some great meetings with a very, very dear friend of ours who's an anointed man of God, Kenny Greenway. <clears throat> Love Kenny. And, He's amazing, Debra, mm -hmm. and um, we'll see so many of our friends, and um, we're excited and looking forward to this time together. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be good. Well, and that brings up the next thing uh, about that. Well, we're gone. We're going to be gone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so no Thursday night live. Sorry to announce that we have fun on Thursday nights. Thursday night live will not be uh, on this week, and neither will Saturday morning uh, because we'll still be at the retreat on Saturday, and then it ends midday Saturday. So, uh, you know, we'll be uh, out for those two. So, unless we do something special on a different day, uh, we'll see you next Monday, but that's to be yet announced. Mm -hmm. So, if you want to receive those announcements, be sure and sign up for um, notifications on our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv, and you'll get all the email announcements when we go live, when we're going to do special things. And also, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, which you can do when you go to our uh, YouTube channel. Just search for The Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. And then make sure when you subscribe that you hit the bell for notifications yes. so that every time we go live, whether we do it by mistake or accident, whether it's a good take or a bad one, you'll get a <laughs> notification. <laughs> and if you catch us early in that, you may hear things uh, sound like the background of a craft show. <laughs> well, not anymore, but uh, for was, sure. It's okay. Yeah. I'm that, not that's how like, you know it's really oh, live, I'm right? I'm missing all kinds no, of comments. No, I'm sorry. No, that's on purpose. Robin said, we went to Denny's at 4.30 this morning. It was 50 degrees and beautiful here. I miss seeing a mama bear and three babies by a few minutes when we got here last night. Oh, wow. wow. And Ileana Rodriguez, good morning, good morning, sister. We bless you in Jesus' buenos name. Dias. Hola, buenos dias. <laughs> Alleluia. And Pastor Roger says, I've noticed lots of horror movie commercials lately. Some of them are crazy? out uh, like creepy, right? Yep. Well, for sure. I guess it is that time of year, though. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, 
Speaking else? of that time of year, uh, I was just thinking about some of the things that we have to do. You know, fall, you start to see the leaves change, which is a beautiful season. You also see that they start to accumulate in different places. And uh, so that leads us to start thinking about outside fall preparation. But we'll do that next time. Okay. Today is about indoor preparation for okay. our fall housekeeping checklist. Because, you know, you probably, everybody does spring cleaning, right? Well, you at least intend to. You, you know, try. I, I think you're right, though. I do a deep clean in the spring and the fall, not because it's like set or scheduled, but because it just feels like that's the right, right. time to do it. Right, it is. So here's five tips with a few bonuses thrown in there about where to start on the inside of your house. And some of these are going to be the, these are not the obvious ones. The obvious ones you already know, uh, like cleaning your windows and doing all the, the stuff like that. But these are some other things that often get overlooked. So the first one is to perform a pantry audit. If you've got a pantry or maybe you've got cupboards where you have your baking stuff, spices, all the different kinds of things. The suggestion is to remove all the cans, all the boxes, the bags, whatever you got them in, the canisters from the shelves, and then clean and vacuum away any lingering dust stuff that just kind of hangs out crumbs. They can accumulate over time. And then inspect each item before you put it back into its place so that you can look for something, maybe it's expired. Like we had some expired, we, we're pretty sure, expired flour doesn't rise as good as regular flour does. And can I get an amen? Uh, yeah, that's the amen there. Also, also, one time I had some sugar that smelled like, what in the world happened in this sugar? Yeah, things happen. So it's always good to kind of keep tabs on what you have in there. And, and uh, breakfast cereals, you know, I mean, we had a breakfast cereal that I think was almost as old as Baylor one time in there. And I <laughs> needed to get rid of it. And, you know, so if uh, those kind of things are what you need to do for that, the pantry. Second thing. They always say test and clean your smoke detectors about this time of the year. And you already know, if you haven't heard this, you should know, it's a good time to replace those batteries whenever the clocks change. Like when we fall back an hour, daylight savings time, you can um, always replace your batteries. That way, at least once a year, you know they've got fresh batteries. But do we do that? Uh, well, we don't have batteries. These are the ones that in our new house. They're the ones that have like a built-in battery supply, supposed to last like 10 years. Oh. The, but the original ones we had were 9-volt batteries. I think there's a 9-volt battery one in the pantry in there mm. or in the uh, HVAC room. Ah. And so um, you definitely want to make sure the batteries get changed. But here's another thing. Use your vacuum cleaner's soft brush attachment to clean in and around the detector's openings. Because if they get clogged with dust, it's going to be a little longer before the smoke actually gets in there, right? Ooh. So we want to keep those clean. And if they're, any, um, any, if they're 10 years or older, uh, they say to replace them. Okay. That's smart. Also, here's a bonus tip. Replace your air conditioner and your HVAC furnace uh, filters. That will help improve efficiency because as the, the dirt and the dust and everything gets stirred up from yeah. cleaning and the dryness in the area, uh, uh, wherever you are, that will uh, contribute there. Mm. Third thing, they say flip your mattresses. All right. You remember the old thing of flipping mattresses? I remember when we would go to uh, hotels, I would see uh, they would have like January, February, March written in magic marker on a hotel. Now, these are this is years ago, and these were probably not, you know, your five-star hotels. And then they would have, uh, at the other end of the bed, they'd have... Uh, um, April, May, June, and you flip it, July, August, September, October, November, so they would know during that three months to flip the mattress. Why? Because those mattresses get conformed to our shape of our body. And if you can't flip it because it has a pillow top, they say at least rotate it 180 degrees to prevent those impressions in there. And then they also said sprinkle uh, baking soda on there and then vacuum it up. Helps, you know, absorb odors and things like that. But the bonus on this, and a lot of the ladies like this, bring the winter linens out of storage. 
right? You get the heavier blankets out. You get the fall colors. The guys are kind of like, oh, I see fall is coming because all of a sudden all the whole house just turned into uh, the outdoors and it looks I great. Don't, I don't have seasonal linen. You don't have wool blankets and things like that that uh, we use and uh, the heavier stuff. Uh-uh. Some people do. And so, and maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe that's a Martha Stewart thing. It's for people who are... It's for people who have a deeper uh, linen closet. Than there you go. There you All go. right. Well, finishing up the list here, number four, shampoo your carpet. Get a jump on the holiday family gathering uh, season by giving your carpet a good scrub. If you got them, hardwood floors, same thing. Um, and they recommend also having a professional cleaning at least once a year so you can get that deep cleaning. But you can also, if you can't get that done, you can still rent carpet cleaners and uh, do some spot work if you need to. The last thing. Did you want to say something about the carpet? I, I think that's a great idea. Let's do it. Yeah. Number five, cleaning your windows. I mentioned that the exterior of your house is one thing, but the interior, you can get to that right now. Some of the windows are those nicer ones where you can open them and flip them in to where you can clean both the inside and the outside. But whatever you can do, um, <clears throat> be sure and do that for your blinds and everything that way because that also contributes to the quality of air in your home. Um, but they say to vacuum the upholstered services or services, surfaces. Like your couch. I mean, if you sit down on your sofa and all of a sudden a big old cloud of dust appears around <laughs> you, it's probably time to clean that thing a little bit. Uh, give them a good vacuuming, making sure you get the cushions in the back. Get it, get it all. Just get a good cleaning on your sitting um, furniture. And um, the last little bonus tip. Everybody forgets about this one. Why? Because it's on the back of your refrigerator. The refrigerator condenser coils, uh, they get dust on them and it makes them work harder. So you'll, they'll run more efficiently. They'll cool more effectively. Uh, it works really good, but it's always forgotten because it's on the back side of your fridge and you never see it. And then also the top of the refrigerator, you know, get the you, dust out of it. You're definitely going to have to help with that it's part. Some, it's just a little bit of deep cleaning, but it's some, uh, just some tips to do as we prepare for fall. Next time we'll have a checklist for the outside doing some outdoor stuff. Nice. So, great ideas. Yeah. Thank you so much. Want to go over much. to the uh, chat box here. Otis. Hi friends. I Hi wanted- buddy. I wanted to let you know, wait, wait, am I in the right place? Yeah, I wanted to let you know I thought the sermon you gave on Sunday about the meek inheriting the earth touched me deeply. And the meek to me are those who have swords and know how to use them, but instead keep them sheathed. I will inherit or will inherit, will the, inherit earth. the earth. Otis, that's great. Great <laughs> analogy. Thank you very much. That's yes. super thoughtful of you and really accurate, too. Yeah. It's strength under control right power yep. under control so that's, that's so good. good roger says food doesn't last that long around there it typically <laughs> doesn't around here but usually like if you guys i don't know if you all do this like you try a cereal or you get a cereal for someone in the house and they don't really love it um and it kind of just sits around but like you don't hate it enough to trash it but you don't really love it so it doesn't get eaten and then all of a sudden it's been there so long mm-hmm Good morning, mm-hmm. Judy Sally, Pastor Judy in the house. Good morning, Judy. Judy, how are you feeling this morning? We would love to know and pray, Lord, whole healing and health over Pastor Judy in Jesus' name. Yeah. Judy Jesus. also says that if you sit down on the couch and a cloud of dust forms around you, either you're related to Charlie Brown's big pen. That's right. <laughs> or else you need to clean or your Or it's furniture. time to deep clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. For I sure. love peanuts. You guys have some, some cleaning tips, maybe you, some things you do. Like Mary Kay's got one here. Put them in the suggestions here. She says she changes her bedspread on her bed. She has a spring and summer bedspread and a fall and winter huh. bedspread. Also yeah. bring out a, another blanket for the bed. Yeah. You know, layers. I get it. That's yeah? good. That's so good. what are your guys' tips? Do you do things in the fall that are different than you do in the spring? And uh, let us know. We'll talk about it. It's nice. Cool I do stuff. like to put um, baking soda, you know this, on mm-hmm. the carpet. 
about an hour or two, sometimes a day or two before I vacuum. And then when you vacuum it up, it vacuums, it sort of pulls out all any smell or mustiness or humidity or whatever. Um, so that's what I, I like yeah. to, that's a tip. I like baking soda. I think it freshens up the carpet and... And, and then, of course, you said that to do it on the mattress. I've never done it on a mattress, I think. Well, and it's just a, another another way to get some more of the, you know, yeah. drawing the stuff out that, you know, accumulates over time. That's nice. So we good don't think idea. about those things. Lots of good tips. That's yeah, great, yeah. guys. Yeah. So. You mentioned the craft fair this weekend. We were over at Southern Hills. We were. We were. Um, church. And mm-hmm. uh, had a, they had, a, what they call it, a bazaar. Yeah. Okay. Craft bazaar. Craft bazaar. Okay. Not bizarre, B-I-Z, not strange, but B-A-Z-A-A-R. Like, uh, it's a big, big deal. It, it was fun. <clears throat> Had a lot of uh, booths there and uh, yes. some great stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of fall things in, in full swing there as right, well, decorative right. things. And you know what? I didn't, again, get a chance to get up and look around at all. Yeah. Actually, I didn't even leave the booth to eat or go to the bathroom or nothing. I just <laughs> sewed all day. And so I kind of, um, I kind of missed some of the beautiful things that I think were there. So I'm yeah. sorry about that. Yeah, there were there were uh, there were several that there were there. Um, I kind of did a little walk around. Did you? But you know, yeah, on the the uh, check in for the show. But, I might go back and watch it. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Otis says baking soda, great idea. And Judy says my cleaning tip is to watch someone else get motivated to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Love that one. I, I you do. How long do you do that? As long as it takes. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, right. The only thing is, how do you know when you're done? I I don't know. Robin said it was fun and at the craft show, and my Peggy hat is getting a lot of compliments. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad you got a Peggy hat. You know what? Um, the Peggy purple hat was really popular this weekend, so we've been selling quite a bit of the Peggy patch on hats, and I guess we've sold enough that I'm gonna go ahead and start doing Peggy patch hoodies. That's right. It's time for Cliff and Geneva's to dabble in hoodies. I'm not sure I'm ready to go full-blown clothes and do shirts and stuff, but I think hoodies are probably going to be okay. Anyways, um, Peggy has become quite a popular item. Do we have a picture of Peggy? Oh, it's on the website, isn't it? Yeah, um, in the pink polka dotted bandana. But what I've started doing is doing Peggy in different colors, and purple is extremely popular. Would you guys believe that purple is more popular than pink on the on the Peggy bandana? But the good news is, if you don't particularly care for pink or purple, you can have Peggy in whatever color you want. There's Peggy so right can here. Can you guys see her? There she is. She's this got is, class. She's got style. This is Peggy the chicken patch. I also tried Peggy in an oval shape, and. Um, I like the circle better. It's way more. It's way more versatile. Well, and when it I'm, fits. The, it fits her head. The hat and everything that way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Robin says she's in. If you're going to do uh, uh, hoodies, she said sign me up. Okay, I will. And let's see. Robin said. Uh, Otis said. Robin brought a Peggy chicken hat to Gatlinburg. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and M- MK got Christmas decorations too at the craft fair, and there were a lot of Christmas decorations. I did see some of the Christmas. I saw some fall stuff as well, but uh, like I said, I didn't get to check it out. I think she's um, talking about the uh, Christmas tree thing. Of course, built. of course. You <laughs> you have some great looking stuff these days. Um, you're doing uh, pumpkins and outside decorations pumpkins yeah. and um, barnwood pumpkins and barnwood uh, christmas trees yeah and they look great you've done a terrific job with those awesome. and otis says Thank can you. i get a peggy hat with a patch of the back side of the chicken on it for when we wear our hats together that's hilarious <laughs> hilarious otis only if you're walking back to back and you're following her <laughs> 
Otherwise, people would be like, I, I don't get it. Oh, Judy, you're so funny. I guess, Judy. Otis, you could always just tell him you're bringing up the rear, like always. <laughs> you guys are a hoot. <laughs> oh, you all are a hoot today. Well, anyways, so the craft fair was a lot of fun, and it was great to get to visit with people. You know, one of the things that Terry and I really enjoy doing it, when we do things like that is it's far less about whatever we're selling or making. Honestly, I get really caught up. I told him I'm having a hard time really wanting to do them because I sew so much, which that's part of what I do. But the truth is I would rather, and Terry would rather get to visit with people. I love to talk to people get to know people, hear their stories. It's a lot of fun. We had a great time with Robin and Otis. Otis told us a fantastic story slash joke, but it mm, wasn't, yeah, it was a visual. It wasn't really a joke, but it was a really good story. Anyways, we enjoy getting to know you. We got to meet some new neighbors across from the church. Yeah. Um, that was a great time. Don and, and Debbie. Don and Debbie, Cursewinger or Cursewile. And they are um, really, they really encouraged us. They are just really lovely people. And so we got to talk with the people from Southern Hills and other people who have come and had craft booths. And it's really enjoyable. And so I think maybe perhaps we'll have to, we'll have to change maybe how we do our craft booth so that I don't have to sew so much and I can talk more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll be good here, here real quick. Here's a, a shot of the uh, Christmas tree thing that I made. Can you get, can I'll get it here. Oh, I'll get it dragged working, into size here. You're working on that. There yeah. it is. So there you go. Wow. So, so that's, I have these other ones that are called pumpkin sitters and they're like oblong, long shaped pumpkins. And I thought, you know, and Baylor, I think said something about Christmas. She's like, what about a Christmas tree? And I was like, mm, well, and you were like, well, Christmas is coming. Mm -hmm. So why not? So that, uh, it's a uh, half inch wood. So it's really sturdy. Each of the pieces are, and it's about just under two feet tall. I think something like that, maybe a little more, two and a half feet tall. Um, but you know, set it outside your front door. You could put it in a corner of the room if you wanted to. You have a picture wherever of wherever you pumpkins. wanted to do that. I do. I can bring one up. Uh, I while like you... pumpkins too. Um, he had a different shade, which I was like, I don't think I like it. Would you believe that was the first <laughs> that one that actually one sold? So uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to like interior design and fashion. You guys, I don't know. I well, just. You said uh, you talked to Taylor, our daughter, you know, and about it, and it was like it's kind of like, uh, well, does she have a? She has a real pulse on things, and so she was like, good in this color. <clears throat> our daughter and daughter-in-law, the Taylors, are super sharp, and they kind of know what does well typically, and so if we listen to them, we're in pretty good shape. If we try to do our own thing, sometimes we don't know what we're talking there's, about. There's a couple pumpkin sitters right there. Can you see them? The small one on the left. And, and then the full-size one on the right. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, kind of. You can kind of see them. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah, so I guess we'll put those on the website and figure out what it would cost to ship them. I don't know. We'll figure something out. There if you're is... interested in those home decor things, let me know. I'd, I'd love to make them up. I have a bunch of pumpkins. Well, not a bunch. I have like three left, I think. And uh, so I'll make you up whatever you want. Judy says... That is really cool, Terry. It is. And it's a lot of fun. You know, I remember we had an episode of the Good Morning Show a while back where we did uh, getting to know you questions. Yes. And it was, what is one of your favorite hobbies? And it was at that moment that I felt like I don't have a hobby. I couldn't think of what my hobby was, you know. But you have one now. I do. And I, I enjoy doing it. Um, you know, a hobby should be something you enjoy doing and getting away and it just kind of time passes and you're like, wow, I 
I had fun doing that. And so I enjoy I enjoy doing that, getting to learn how to use the equipment and stuff like that. Terry so. does woodworking, in case you're wondering what his hobby is. <clears throat> yeah, if we're talking here, yeah. over the, you can't see what's going on. Right, right, right. Terry enjoys woodworking, and he's doing some barn wood setters. That's what, if you're listening and not watching, that's what we've been showing. Absolutely. Thank you for clarifying. And then I enjoy sewing and embroidery work, and so that's kind of where we're at. We just yeah. do those little things, and it's kind of our side hustle. Our main function in life is the good news of Jesus Christ. And so we love, love, love sharing about Jesus. That's really what we do. And we get to be the under shepherd of sheep, which is a fabulous calling. Yeah. We love what we do. But in the meantime, we do a little other things. I think I think it's okay to have some other some other desires as long as they don't overcome the, the main desire. Absolutely. 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 And talking about our, our thing that we like to do, we like to share the word. That, that'd we be do. a good segue for uh, the word for your day. And then after this, we're going to have a really cool story. You're not going to want to miss out on. It'll just be one that'll just, um, it'll tug at your heart, but it's such a good, good story mm -hmm. uh, about a little boy who, uh, well, I won't spoil it. It's about a little boy and happiness and about family and that kind of a stuff. Uh, and then we'll also uh, talk a little bit about a couple of things that are happening around the, around the world today. So word for your day word for your day comes from luke chapter 24 verse 45 luke 24 verse 45 i'm going to give you a little setup here for the word this is jesus coming to speak to the disciples after he's already been crucified he's been executed and crucified and he has died he has raised from the dead he is alive and he has showed himself to the disciples and so this is before he ascends into heaven for the last time and he comes to the disciples um, and appears to them and he basically starts telling him how he has fulfilled the prophecy from the law and prophets which is the old testament or the torah or um, the, the prophetic words that were written hundreds of years before how he has come and now fulfilled them. And there was a moment, and here is what I'm about to read, where he says this in Luke 24, verse 45, then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. So here's the thing I wanna to say to you. I encourage people to read the Bible regularly because, let me tell you why, because when I became a regular reader of the Bible, it changed my life. It changed my life. It awakened me to a greater revelation of who God is and his kingdom. I have been a Christian for a long time. I accepted Christ as a child at summer church camp. I was raised in the church. I had many revival experiences. I have been a regular, as a child, I, I had a, a faith and um, a, a discernment of the prompting of the Lord to pray and go to the altar and commit my life. And so let me be clear, I've been a Christian for a long time, but there was a point in my life when something shifted from being taught by a Sunday school teacher or a pastor from secondhand information to knowing Christ firsthand by his word. Something different happens when you become a student of the word because you want to know the author of the book. 
And when that happened for me, it changed my life. And I'll never be the same. And so I encourage people to get firsthand information. I love when when we hear good preaching and teaching and it's critical and it's important and it's very necessary and it always will be. But I don't want you to live your life in Christ secondhand. I don't want you to get your information about who you're in relationship with from someone else. I want you to get that along with who he is personally. What is he trying to say to you? How do you know him? How does he speak to you? And if you are a regular student of the word or a reader of the Bible, he reveals himself to you differently. And here's what I'm reading about today. He opened their minds to understand the scriptures. When I encourage people, inevitably, someone will say to me, I have a hard time understanding the Bible. You can only understand what he opens your mind to reveal to you. And if you struggle to read the Bible, I would encourage you to pray. Lord, open my mind to understand your word, just like you did to your disciples. Here, Jesus is speaking to his disciples and he's giving them a revelation to open their mind and actually understand all that they are hearing from him. The Bible obviously wasn't written yet at that time. So the words were coming previous from like the Old Testament words and then what Jesus had been teaching them. To understand his word, we need his understanding. We need his help by his Holy Spirit to understand his word, to really understand it. And sometimes we read things and we're like, wow, I don't even know what that means. And we just kind of skip it, right? But what if I told you, I believe the Lord wants us to understand all parts of his word. Now, some of it we may understand as we mature a little bit. So some of it may come through maturity. And we also need his help to understand the word. And so I I would ask you to pray two things today. This is, this is my request. This is my prayer for you to pray for you. One, Lord, make me hungry for your word. Make me hungry for your word. And here's why. Because sometimes we are bored with it. Sometimes we're like, I don't want to read it. It's boring. And I don't understand it. It's boring. Or I just fall asleep when I read it. Or I don't have time for it. Listen, there's a million excuses you can give yourself and others why you don't read the word. But what if we just cut all of those excuses out and we got down to this prayer, Lord, make me hungry for your word. Make me more hungry for your word than I am for food. We can't live without food very long. What if we couldn't live without the word of God very long? It is our daily bread. What if we truly prayed and meant, Lord, make me hungry for your word so that every day, the first thing we did before we put our feet on the floor was grab our Bible and began to read the word. Or the first thing we did after we jumped out of bed was run to the word and we began to read it with voracious hunger to be fed by his word and daily bread. What if we prayed, what would change in our life? Everything. Everything would change in your life. This is how I began to pray. I heard someone I admired greatly pray this prayer. And she said this was her prayer that changed her life. And back in 2009, I began to pray this prayer. Lord, make me hungry for your word. And it absolutely changed me. And then secondly, when you sit down with the book open, with his Bible, 
or to listen to it in your car, on your commute, whatever, whether you're listening or you're reading, listen, pray this prayer. Not only, Lord, make me hungry for your word and keep praying it, by the way. Don't just pray it once. Keep praying it. Keep praying it. Secondly, pray, Lord, open my mind to understand your scriptures. Open my mind to understand your scriptures. Help me understand your word by your Holy Spirit. And he will help you. He will help you. Sometimes you may have questions. He's not afraid of your questions. Ask him. Ask him. It's okay to talk to him that way. That's called prayer. And he does answer, by the way. It's okay to talk to other people about the word. Come on, you guys. This is how we have relationship with Jesus. And he's not just calling us to be stagnant and pray a prayer of salvation and then go back and live our life the way we want to. He's calling us to be utterly transformed by his spirit and his word. It's how we live. And so this little tiny verse squished in the last chapter or so of Luke. He opened their mind to understand the scriptures. If he did it to his disciples, he set a precedence that he wants to do it to you. Sons and daughters, disciples. Now he's not done opening our minds. He's not done helping us understand scripture. He wants to do this for us. We just have to agree. We have to pray and agree. Can we pray into this? Lord, today I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice in this moment, whether it's live or on repeat, would pray these prayers. Lord, make us hungry for your word. I can't pray it for them. I wish I could, but I'm just going to pray it for me. Lord, make me hungry for your word. Make me desperate for your word. Make me thirsty for your living water of your word. Lord, I pray I would be more hungry for your word than I would any food. And Lord, I like to eat. So Lord, I'm desperate for more of your word. Make me hungry for your word. And Lord, I pray that you would help me understand your word. And I pray this, everyone under the sound of my voice would pray this prayer as well. Lord, Help us understand your word. Help us pray this prayer every time we sit down and open your word. Would you give us understanding? Would you open our minds and our heart to understand your scripture by your Holy Spirit? We pray. Lord, may we not grow cold. May we not grow dim. But we thank you for wisdom and understanding and desire and hunger for your word and understanding of it by your Holy Spirit. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. There is your word for the day. Amen. That's good. Luke 24, 45. <sighs> Just like a good father, he doesn't get tired of hearing us say, hey, dad, I got a question. Amen. Can you help me with this? You know, a lot of people, a lot of people, because they've not had that intimate relationship, say, you can't call God daddy. Well, no, you can. It's scriptural. He gives us the right because we are sons and daughters with the spirit of adoption to cry out, Abba, Father, which means Daddy, Papa, mm -hmm. Father. <laughs> I think that's so cool. You know, and, um, and, and uh, when we have those recurring thoughts, you know, that are not, you can, you can immediately tell that didn't come from God. We're supposed to be like that. And the more relationship that we have and to understand, you know, the, the scripture that talks about my sheep hear my voice. Right. They know my voice. Right. Um, when you know his voice, you know when those things that are coming into your head are not from him. John 18, 37, those that are of the truth hear his voice. Yep. 
that is because we are people of the word. We hear his voice, right? So if you're hearing other voices besides his, that's a good thing to go to him with and say, hey, hey, daddy, help me with this. I want to hear your voice and your voice alone. Amen. I don't want to hear all these other things. Good prayer. You know? Yeah. That's good, yeah. Jerry. Yep. Judy Sally said that uh, one of the roles of the Holy Spirit in our lives is teacher. Right? She says, I approach his word asking for his revelation and his breathing on it. Mm. Rhema. Mm -hmm. That I will have his understanding of things. Amen. That's Amen. a good prayer to pray as well. Amen. Agreed. Yep. yep. And Janice says, that's so good. That's a good word. Praise the Lord. He's yep. faithful. He's faithful with his word. You know, I'm a big fan of the whole book, the whole story, and not parting and piecing it out too terrible much. But can I tell you how much life there is in just a little sentence mm -hmm. and just even the little verse? Yeah. But the truth is to know him really is, is to know his word is to know him. It's who he is. It's, it's this invitation to get to know him. How many of us really get to know a king or a president personally, yeah. Yeah. right? No, no, we don't, right? We don't. Yeah. We think we do, but we don't. And I know the creator of the universe. Boom. <laughs> and he knows you. And he knows me. That's he right. knows my name. You may know the president's name. You may know where he lives, <laughs> where he was born. You may know more facts about the president, yeah. whoever the president is at right. the time. But does he know you? It's not no. about who you know. It's about who knows you. And that's not because you saw him across the street at the White House. I'm telling you, <laughs> I saw him the on TV creator once. of the universe is inviting you to know him and to know you deeply. I love that idea. Isn't that awesome? That's a, I love that truth. Yeah. I, I still, I still, to this day, and I will carry it forever, the story that you told a while back of your dad's dream about going across the street and meeting the neighbor. Yeah. Oh, such a cool analogy. It is. You know, it is. And a great teaching yeah. for each of us. My dad was so wise, so, so wise. And I love that he uh, equated that, um, made it very understandable for him. The Lord is so good to meet us where we're at, speak to us where we're at, speak to us individually and personally where we understand him. Yeah. And it's not enough to just stand on the other side of the street and wave at him and say, hi, Jesus. Nope. You know. And you can't know him through somebody else. I don't care how great of a saint your granny is. I, I care. Praise the Lord. Yeah. We um, celebrate you, that. Your relationship with Jesus has nothing to do with your granny, except for perhaps it's an answer to her prayer. But you don't get to know him through somebody else. And you know what? You don't get to know him and you don't know him as savior unless it's personally between you and him for right? sure for sure for sure amen hey this is the good morning show with terry and melissa thanks for tuning in with us and hanging out with us today thanks episode 157, 157. is where we where we're at right Seven. now monday morning motivation in case you missed episode 156 that was thursday night live we had a good time as always on thursday nights uh we had six fun facts about fall's favorite flavor pumpkin spice and all the different things that way i, I did the national day calendar and i felt like i got gypped because it was a bomb well it was it it was okay, Judy. It was National North Carolina Day because they celebrate each day, you know, the, the, when the U.S. states came into the Union and all that stuff. And I was like, and Judy wasn't here, so it was like, okay, well, it was National North Carolina Day, and and then I did a thing about the next one is going to be National Coffee Day, but I was told it was National Sons Day, and I I don't do the social media as much, so I didn't I didn't see everybody plastering pictures. I didn't see your collaboration that you sent to me uh, to post the pictures of the boys and all that kind of stuff. And I, I missed it, and I felt like I got gypped. And uh, so I was like, these are the national days. But apparently, apparently, 
there's a whole list of more than just three or four that Apparently, I've been seeing. Like here's the truth. Remember when we started on the National Day thing yes, and things got weird? I know. And I was like, why are we doing that? I don't know. do that. I don't like it. It's weird. I, and it's not always uplifting, you guys. Some of it is trash. I don't pick the trash ones. Some of it's trash. I don't pick the trash ones. And so... <clears throat> so episode 156, we also had <laughs> the word for your day, John 21, is where we were at. You can find that episode and all of our previous episodes on our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Click on the blog link. You can watch videos on the video page. You can uh, see all the pictures and all the things that way. But it did bring me to a couple that I did want to talk about for National Day, okay? not get over this. I, because, because these are important ones, okay? They're right. important. The first one is that it's National Custodial Workers Day. Cash, National Custodial Workers Recognition Day. Who do you know that cleans up the place when everybody else leaves, the party's over, the workday's done, and somebody else has to come up and clean behind them? Don't we uh, know somebody who's yeah, a custodian? Sure. Yeah, who was it? I was trying to remember. What, besides May? Um, well, there's May. Uh, May is a 92-year-old little 92. old lady. Shoot at You remember we talk about Baylor has been going to a homeschool on the hill co-op, co-op. on Fridays. And there's a little old lady who cleans in there. She said she's been cleaning how long in the church? 15 years. And she's 92, and you told her. I thought she was 72, and she was offended that I guessed her so young. I think because she's so still, so vibrantly active at Oh, 92. man, she's in great shape, and she cleans that place. It smells so good. Yeah. And uh, Baylor isn't the only one that goes to homeschool on the hill. Terry and I actually teach. We teach yes. music and Bible. And we get to have church with the kids every Friday. And May keeps that place spick and span. It's a big honking campus. It's was, a big honking church. Yeah, and I was thinking there was somebody that we know uh, that's also a custodian, a head janitor somewhere or something in I'm the family. Sure. Or something. I'm sure. There's no doubt we know. It's a hard job. I remember the head custodian at my high school in the 80s. Yeah. Louis Andrasik. Oh. Was, he was, and he was always, he was the, the congenial, he was always helping, always had something good to say to you if you were talking or whatever. Just a nice old guy. And he was old then, so I'm sure he's passed by now. Can I tell you our head custodian head in custodian? elementary school? Mm-hmm. Barrington Elementary in Barrington, Kansas. Yeah. Her name was Beulah Timbrink. Wow. I love Beulah. She was an older lady then. I think she probably isn't probably alive anymore. I don't know that to be the case. Yeah. But back then, you know, um, they would have the PA system and they would always say, Beulah Timbrink, please come to the office. (laughs) And so you knew her name. It was ingrained in my brain. And she was a beautiful, (laughs) in shape, lovely woman. I loved Beulah Timbrink. It's a hard job. You know, you got to just keep and everything. And a lot of them, they just do it with joy. That's so, so cool. What that's a fun awesome. memory. Thanks yeah, for bringing yeah, that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Judy Sally, she, she was a school custodian once. Really? And treated that classroom like it belonged to Jesus. That's awesome. Said it was fun. Yeah? Yeah. So, you know, and sorry you missed uh, National North yeah. Carolina Day. Yeah. It was on Thursday. It, well, I was I was totally bummed about it, not because it was North Carolina Day, but because that's what he was talking about when it was National Suns Day. And I was looking at it. It wasn't even like, on the list on the page the I was on. It was like, what you're saying where you're did missing. that where did they miss that one it you was, know it was the, it was they're usually pretty pretty right on but you know here's a fun one here all right this one is uh who hasn't done this national name your car day today <laughs> is name your car day oh, so what's the name of our car kona girl kona why our, is it kona because the color of our crv is we have a honda crv it's kona coffee brown yeah and so it's really really dark brown most people think it's black it's not black it's it's 
called Kona Coffee Brown, which is appropriate for me, of course, because I love coffee and Kona Coffee rocks. So her name is Kona Girl. <laughs> and uh, Taylor had a car. Her name, uh, her first the car, first second car. car was named Janice, but her car now is called Jackie. See, do you guys name your cars? I mean, is that a John thing? John and Missy named their cars. Yeah. Yep. What's their car's name? Do I can't remember? remember with the new Suburban, or is it Yukon? Uh, new, it's a I Suburban. I, she's already named it, and I really? can't remember. Yeah, I can't well, remember. Well, we have the van, the, the big white. That's uh, the white cloud. The white cloud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Because, I mean, it's a huge, it's a transit van. And it's a ministry extra. van, so people that follow, you know, the cloud. Follow of, the cloud. It's the, it's That's the white funny. cloud. Yeah. We didn't um, name it, but we kept, we kept it. I know that uh, any time that uh, I was in a vehicle that was moving real slow up the hill, my dad would say, come on, Bessie. You our our um, <laughs> motor coach that we lived in oh, yeah. uh, was called Evangeline. And Evangeline means bringer of the gospel. Right. And so right. we and obviously, as evangelists, our uh, motor coach was called Evangeline. And the you RV guys, that we had before that was what, given to us. Was Mackie. Mackie. Yeah. Hey, do you guys name your cars? I'd love to hear what Robin your car's Woodard. name. Robin says her Bronco's name is Beatrice. I love Beatrice that. Beatrice the Bronco. That's perfect. That is perfect. That's great, Robin. Yes. Judy says our car is named Faith. The one prior to that was Grace. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that Faith because you're just hoping it's, it's going to turn on there, and you're going to get you to where you're going or you're what? You're just trusting. Well, That's good. Yeah, what a yeah. good reminder. That is good. That's funny. I love so, that. So, uh, okay. So, do you guys name your cars? I see a couple of names here. Yeah. Anybody else uh, have a name for your car? That's great. Any kind of a thing like that. That's fun. It's yeah. National Name Your Car Day. Well, okay. yeah. So you can post that in the comments and here today. And if you don't name your car, um, go name it right now. Yeah. Janice is, is Joy S. Oh. Joy S. Not that's, Joyce. Joy S. That's nice. <laughs> and it feels like cultured. That's ah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Carolyn it, done that. She's she's a scrubbing bubble. Oh, she's talking. He's talking about uh, National Custodians Day. Carolyn was a. Oh, she was a custodian. Carolyn used to be she a custodian. A okay, bubble. a scrubbing <laughs> bubble. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Driving the glory around, where yeah, yeah, the white cloud. Judy Sally, you've got a good comment. There. Robin says our Mustang's name is Eleanor, and the truck's name is Pepe. 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 That's great. <laughs> I love that. Pepe yeah. and Cello sounds good right now. Do you remember oh, that yeah, restaurant? Yeah, that closed, I uh, think. Look at me getting off on a Monica said trail. She, her son had a, a Beulah Buick. That's great. Beulah. That's great. And it even sounds like a Buick's name. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Otis says the in the, ar the Army made me take four trips. Made you. Whatever. You know you loved it. <laughs> made four trips to Hawaii each year for three years. I'd always bring back Kona coffee. Man, I would love to go to Hawaii and drink the coffee. I really, really would. I would love to do that. And also go to Hawaii just to, you know, be in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Judy said it was a new car. It wasn't one that she had to have faith in getting her there. It was a new one. It was paid for in cash. Wow. All, all the God's glory. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So if you haven't named your car, today is an appropriate day. Today's October 2nd, National Name Your Car Day. And you guys will have to tell us what you've named your vehicle. Yeah, that would be good. That's that would good. be good. Let's see. What else? Oh, tomorrow is National Techies Day. And yeah. this is actually cool because National Techies Day encourages students to consider a career in technology because, you know, you can't go anywhere and escape it. You, you, it's Not every, now. It's all around us, right? That's right. So it's a day to encourage students to uh, pursue that. Um, a lot of opportunities because it's always changing, always growing. October 4th, here's one for you. I know you're going to love this one. National Taco Day. I 
love tacos. Yeah. It's raining tacos Did from wonder, out of the sky. Oh, we were we were driving tacos. through our neighborhood yesterday, and there was a whole bunch of kids, and they were kind of walking slow, and then some started trotting, and others were running. They're, and I said, "There." One mu- of the neighbors was having a party. Yeah, but I said, "Oh, they must be like having a party or something." No, you the said way that it kid must was be running. free pizza. Free pizza, and you said, "No, I the said only the time you run like that is for free tacos." Is for free tacos. <laughs> so October fourth, run to your favorite taco place and have you some tacos, or order some and have Grubhub bring them to you. And also, you interrupted my taco song, but that's fine. Oh, no. I'm not bitter. I, I'm we not got bitter. it. We got it. October fifth, World Teachers Day. Mrs. Hill. Heather, Heather Hill. Hill, yes, world a math teacher. teacher. Now let me talk to you about teachers. I have, I have. First of all, I am not a teacher. I have a never played one on television. Nope, I have never felt that call, and I will tell you that I have a great respect for teachers. It is a difficult job, no matter what age you teach, and I honor you. But I also want you to know that if you are called to be a teacher, you are called in ministry. That's right. And Heather Hill exemplifies the ministry of teaching in a public school school so beautifully. She loves each child, each student. She teaches high school math and she loves them as if they're her own. Mm -hmm. I know and I watch her listen when there are kids that aren't going to graduate because they don't have enough credits. It's Heather Hill that will help them get to the place where they can graduate. She spends her free time. She spends her breaks. She spends her before and after school time helping kids to make sure that they succeed as long as the Lord brings them across her path. What a gift. She is an incredible teacher, and I know she's not alone. I think there are so many like you, and we pray. In fact, we're going to do that. We pray for you because it's a calling on your life. It's not a career choice. It's not a job. It's a calling on your life. And in those moments, you get to impart the love of Christ to your students. Whether you get to preach the Bible or not, you get to impart the love of Christ. And so we thank you for your service, teachers. And Lord, right now we honor and bless every teacher this week as we celebrate World Teachers Day. Lord, not just this day, but every day. We pray that you would help them see this calling as a ministry to love those that are in a very vulnerable place in life, especially these days where it's so hard to hear truth. Thank you for allowing them to have courage and encouragement to keep speaking life into every child that crosses their path. We thank you for our teachers in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, I forgot this. Check it. It's a real short one news you can use. Every child removed from their homes and birth parents has experienced some traumatic circumstances, right? And a lot of children want and deserve to be in a place where they can be loved, where someone who will care for them and love them and will be able to uh, uh, ensure love, safety, and security. That's not too much to ask for, especially for a child, right? In a clip that was posted on YouTube, this six-year-old boy you see right here on the screen, his name is Harvey, and Harvey learns about some life-changing news. And uh, here's the clip from Harvey, all right? Check this out. You guys are going to love this. Something special that happened yesterday. Do you know what might have happened yesterday? No. So... He's been with his foster parents since he was two. <laughs> That's a good gift. Today they got a great message for him. Forever hours. Forever hours. Does that make sense? Mm. No. Does it? No. How about Harvey? 
Harvey's officially adopted. I'm adopted? Look at face. Oh. I'm adopted that right now? It became official yesterday. I'm, I'm adopted? Look at that boy. I'm stay here? Yay! <laughs> There's the victory dance right there. So happy. Harvey got adopted, and I tell you what, there's there's no greater news for a child who's been waiting uh, than to receive that kind of a uh, kind of the news, you know. So it's really good. Yep. Amen. Do you so. do you know that first of all, there are so many children right now in foster care that a lot of them. I don't want to say a majority because I don't know the number, but a lot of them age out in foster care they do. without ever having so a mom and a dad adopt them. Mm -hmm. And my heart aches because I think there is such a missing component in the church and desire to really reach out to those um, that need that need this kind of love, especially older children. And then secondly, I, I'm emotional when I see um, this kind of thing right here because I'm reminded that we have a heavenly father that no matter how old we are, he is um, removing an orphan spirit from us. And he is saying, listen, you have a father and I'm giving you an adoption letter right now and it's official. And you don't have to be without a parent. Right. You don't have to be without a family. I set you in families, and you can call me the creator of the universe. We just talked about this. Daddy, Papa, Abba, Father. And Jesus said we have a spirit of adoption in the Lord. And so I know that too many times kids age out of the foster system without ever being adopted. But they have the opportunity, no matter how old or young you are, to have a real father. And his name is Father God. I am Yahweh, Jehovah Almighty, who wants to be your heavenly father. And I tell you what, he can be a wonderful earthly father now, not just Amen. some eternal father yes. in eternity. And so thanks for sharing this news you can use. That's this is so great. good. Yep. And you could talk about this little boy. Here's how you use the news you can use. You could talk about, you heard about this little boy that finally got adopted and how overjoyed he was and then a walk right through that open door that the Lord opens up for you to talk about your heavenly father and even if they've never felt like they had anybody on this earth that cared enough about them there is a heavenly father who loves them eternally That's right. and has paid the price for them did to you hear what he said I get to stay here I get to stay I here I get to stay here mm -hmm. how much stability how much right steadfastness our kids need they need stability and steadfastness Every, everybody needs a home absolutely Everybody needs a home. Absolutely. And uh, Judy says North Carolina strikes again because this little boy's wearing a Tar Heel sweatshirt. I <laughs> That's love, right. I love Tar Heel blue. What a beautiful color. Yeah, yeah. You remember I have a Tar you Heel do. hoodie. Yes, you do. Love it. Amen. Amen. Hey, you guys, it's been so fun to be with you today. I am encouraged by just hanging out with you for a little bit of time on a Monday morning. I hope you can say the same. And I hope that you know that the Lord wants to help you know and understand his word and know him by his word. So I hope you pray those prayers today that the Lord would make you hungry for his word and to understand his word by his spirit. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We love you. That's right. Remember, you matter to God, so you matter to us. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you guys hopefully real soon. Be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel so you'll get all the updates when we go live, unexpected or not. And uh, you'll be able to be the first one to know about that. And we look forward to a great week hearing from you guys as well. That's right. You guys enjoy your fall week. We love you so much. Bless you. Bye-bye. That's so much, so good. 
for now. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for watching.